Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show today. I'm so excited to be here with you, and I'm glad that you're here with me. Otherwise, I would be talking to no one. So I want to tell you, we are uh, starting our Travels for Liberty Tour 2019 again, and we will be in Virginia and in New York. Let me give you a little rundown. Remember, you can find out our calendar at chrisannhall.com. Click on the calendar link, and it will give you the dates and the times and the locations and even the subjects that we'll be teaching JC is going to be teaching on this tour as well in New York. He's going to be teaching his More Than Victims class. He's going to be teaching his uh, Righteous Resistance to Tyrannical Authority class. And we are going to have a great, great trip in New York. So people are always saying, hey, Chrisanne, when are you coming here? When are you coming there? We get lots of people. When are you coming to New York? We're coming. We're going to Virginia first. So this weekend, Virginia Doug Spur, Virginia, for the uh, Patriot Network Summit. Again, you can go to chrisannhall.com, click on the calendar, get the details there. Then, beginning in May, which will be, um, let's see, starting May 2nd, we will be all over New York. We'll be in Holliswood, New York, Long Island, New York, uh, Huntington, and Dix Hills Floral Park. All over New York. New York City. Woohoo! Yay! So, New York people, fly, drive, crawl, run, walk, but be there. <laughs> Again, chrisannhall.com. Click on the calendar link and it will give you the dates, times, locations, and the subjects that we will be teaching on. I want to start off today with a story that JC and I were covering that covered last week about the New York uh, Constitutional Patriot Group that was working to secure the property there uh, from those who are crossing the border. And I'm bringing up this because it's back in the news. And let me now, if you're watching me on YouTube right now, I've I've put up the article title from the Washington Examiner. And I want us to look at this article very closely because, you know, I really, really am afraid that we've learned nothing from the immediate history 
that we've seen here in America. And I'm talking about the Bundy Ranch thing and the way the media covered that as well. When we talked about this story last week, I mentioned that this was going to be just another one of those things where the the popular talking heads have to distance themselves from Chris Ann Hall because she's dealing with fringe issues. Well, I'm sorry if the Constitution is fringe. If property rights are fringe, if the rights of the people, which are actually enumerated in the Constitution, are fringe, then, okay, call me fringe. I don't know what to tell you. But what we have now is a situation where the media is taking sides again and taking sides with by by bringing forward a false narrative and i don't know why we have this theme going on this week about looking at these headlines and saying look this stuff is ridiculous you put something in the headlines that is absolutely not true you don't even say it in the body of the story because it's not true and then in the body of the story buried in the bottom you actually or midway anyway as jc so accurately pointed out yesterday midway where you don't even notice you actually find the truth And so you guys, we told you to go on to social media. You can read the, uh, watch the videos and see what is going on. Remember the, the other Fox news headline was that these people were holding these, uh, asylum seekers at gunpoint. Now these people have posted their videos. They're being, they're being more transparent than our own government. And yet, the media still lies about it. So they, they're posting all their videos. They're keeping this all up front. And then they say, well, they're host holding them at gunpoint. Then we came back and told you how the leader of the group has been arrested uh, for felony possession of firearm. Right? Okay, so... That's another one of those things where we talk about bad facts make bad law. Well, now he is in custody and he's talking to no one. And the media headlines are this. Militia leader allegedly said group was training to kill Obama, Clinton, and Soros. Now that's the headline of the article. Do you suppose that we will actually see a, a quote or a repeated quote from this leader of this constitutional group, as they call themselves? Do you think we're going to see any quotes from him, any words from him? He's in custody. Who do you suppose is going to be reporting to us the words that this man allegedly said that they were training to kill Obama, Clinton, and Soros? Well, let's see. Larry Mitchell Hopkins, a militia leader. By the way, they don't call themselves a militia. We covered that in the first story. This is this demonization of this word militia, which quite interestingly is a word describing the body of people in nearly every single state constitution. So if this is is, is an evil thing, if this militia is an evil thing, if this militia is some kind of a, a fringe thing, then every single state constitution in these United States that carries this term militia is now dealing with evil fringe things. 
I, I really, I really have uh, an aversion to the way we have taken words and politicized and changed their meanings to to make a connotation that makes liberty itself, that makes the defense of property and liberty an evil thing. Well, I guess they say, you know, the Bible says that in that day they will call evil good and good evil. And I guess that's where we are describing the politics and the media. So Larry Mitchell Hopkins is the leader of the group in New Mexico who was arrested by the FBI, right? The FBI, not by New Mexico troopers, not by New Mexico uh, police, not by anybody in the state of New Mexico, but was arrested by the FBI on weapons charges. So what does the FBI have to do with local weapons charges? Again, that's an unconstitutional exercise of authority. By the way, did you hear me on the Quite Frankly show? I love being on the Quite Frankly show. I was just on the Quite Frankly show this week. I'll be posting the link to the show later. But we talked about this jurisdiction of the FBI. The FBI has constitutional jurisdiction in a very limited area. Constitutionally, the FBI can exist in Washington, D.C. and in U.S. territories. The lands that are owned and operated by the federal government is where the FBI has its jurisdiction. The FBI does not constitutionally have jurisdiction in the states. And remember, federal laws over guns are also unconstitutional. Okay? So Larry Mitchell Hopkins, who's the leader of this New Mexico group, was arrested by the FBI over the weekend, the Washington Examiner says, on weapons charges. Allegedly, he said, Washington Examiner uh, reports, his group was plotting to assassinate President Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and other liberal figures. I'm waiting. I'm so totally waiting for those quotes from this guy. Only you're not going to find them. Because the Washington Examiner then says, documents unsealed in court on Monday show the FBI began looking into Hopkins in 2017 after receiving reports that his group, known as the United Constitutional Patriots, was, quote, training to assassinate George Soros, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama, end quote. Now, let me, let me point out to you what we see here. Number one, it is the FBI that is alleging that he was training. Number two, there is nothing in this article that tells us that the FBI heard these statements from this man or anyone in this group. No. They received reports from some third-party entity that this United Constitutional Patriots group was training to assassinate George Soros, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama. Some third-party accusation 
caused the FBI to start investigating. Now, they investigating him since 2017. And they're just now deciding to bring weapons charges against him. And, you know, what's interesting is the FBI would never lie in a report to facilitate an agenda now, would they? And yet here we have Diane Stancy Correll of the Washington Examiner not just simply reporting what the FBI has said, but creating an entirely misleading article that the majority of the people will not read and will go around repeating what the lies that she says. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. A well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. We need to get the Liberty First gear shall not be infringed t-shirt out to the general public. We've got to get this out everywhere so we can have a better understanding of what's really going on here in America. This, this political, this media agenda to criminalize what ought to be natural rights, to take a public forum and spread lies so we have what's her name let me pull it up here on youtube for you diane stancy carroll who is a breaking news reporter for the washington examiner previously she interned at the daily signal and burlington times news and was a 2016 Summer Student Free Press Association Journalism Fellow at the Washington Examiner. She is a graduate of Ellen University, or Elon University. And she writes this headline. Militia leader allegedly, allegedly said group was training to kill Obama, Clinton, and Soros. Once again, as JC said before, there's nothing that she said in the title that's not true. But what is the subtlety that she puts forward in this headline that creates an idea in people's mind and then does not actually become forthwith about that truth until into the article? I mean, seriously, how difficult would it be to actually have a headline that says truth? FBI claims Larry Mitchell Hopkins, leader of the Constitutional United Constitutional Patriots, was training to assassinate, blah, 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 blah. The FBI claims. An FBI report says. Because you get in here and it says he, that the leader allegedly said. But you get into the article and you realize... What you have is hearsay. 
on all legal terms, hearsay. A third-party person made a report to the FBI that brought about an investigation. We don't have any proof that this man allegedly said anything. What we have is proof that a third party said something to the FBI. And like I said, the FBI. We've never known them to lie in reports for their agendas. You see, I can't put that on Facebook like that because sarcasm doesn't come out like it does in my voice. Seriously, people. I, I don't know. How can, how can you believe anything that comes from the FBI anymore? I don't care if you're, you're a Trump lover or a Trump hater. Both sides have been lied on by the FBI. And there you have it. I mean, seriously, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is false reporting. And Diane Stancy Coral of the Washington Examiner ought to be thoroughly ashamed at herself at what she's alleging. Think back to, to all of the media reports that happened at Bundy uh, with, with the Bundy standoff, as they call it. And yet those men were all acquitted. Not only were they acquitted, but they had their charges dismissed by a judge who did not want to dismiss them. Why did they have their charges dismissed? Why were everything dropped? Why was the federal government's case thrown out? Because the Bureau of Land Management lied in their reports about what the Bundys and the people supporting the Bundys were doing because the because the Bureau of Land Management lied. Because the FBI lied. You see, they're not just lying on Trump. They're not just lying on other people. They're lying on you and me. Not only that, federal prosecutors obstructed justice in these trials by failing to provide the defense with exculpatory evidence. Evidence that would have proven their innocence that they are required to by every law of criminal procedure. These federal prosecutors, you want to talk about obstruction of justice? Come on now. These federal prosecutors in the prosecutions of the Bundy's family and, and the people supporting them were obstruction of justice to the highest and most criminal degree. And yet the media never covered that. They covered that they were domestic terrorists trying to, threatening to hurt people. As arrogant men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. How is it that people who speak truth can be shunned, can be, can be ostracized, outcast, when people like this reporter, Diane Stancy Carell of the Washington Examiner, is held up to, in, in the highest of regard as a member of the press? 
I, I, I have to ask these questions simply out of amazement and frustration. Washington Examiner, do you not check? What is your editor doing? Do you guys not check the veracity of your reports? Do you not actually read the articles and say, wait a minute now, what you said here is not quite accurate and is very misleading. We have a reputation to uphold here at the Washington Examiner. That's not the kind of people we want to be. This stuff rises to the level of tabloid. Our journalists have become nothing but tabloid reporters trying to sell things, trying to make names for themselves at the expense of other people's lives and reputations. It's, it's time, America, that we call these people out. Shame on you, Diana Stancy Carroll. Shame on you, shame on you. As a young person breaking into the industry, you ought to have a higher standard. See, here's the thing. Over time is what we see. Over time, people start equivocating with morality as they become jaded and they become greedy, maybe. But, but Diana is just starting out. She should be all, you know, Pollyanna, she should be very strict on her her morality at this point wanting to do the good thing and make the better good and making a change she's already sold herself out and i think that's just i think that's just terrible and i think it's time that the american people stop being shy and start coming out and and just holding these people accountable on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Come on now, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Once again, we're seeing the media has to be working with some political entity demonizing the right to peaceably assemble, the right to keep and bear arms, and the right to protect your life, your liberty, and your property. I want to talk to you now about a common error that I see, just a teaching lesson. And uh, Representative Gomert made, made a bit of a mistake the other day when he was being interviewed, and it has really come back and bit him. Now, I like, I like Louis Gomert. I think he's a really nice guy. I think that his intentions are in the right place. But I'm, and I'm not picking on him on this. I just, I'm using this as a teaching tool. Because these are the kind of things that we need to we need to protect ourselves from, not just simply for our our own personal reputations, but for the for the integrity of the message of liberty, the integrity of message of our rights. And I've seen this come against a lot of a lot of uh, very well known famous people, and it has to do with quoting the founders. And so, here's the story. Fox News Sunday, hosted by Chris Wallace, was questioning Representative Louis Gohmert about the right to keep and bear arms. And it was uh, back in 2012, right after the uh, Newtown, Connecticut Elementary School shooting. And... When Chris Wallace asked Louis Gohmert about 
weighing the right to keep and bear arms and shoot, you know, and, and keeping people safe. Gomert answered in part, they say, quote, for the reason George Washington said, a free people should be armed an armed people. It ensures against the tyranny of the government. Now, George Washington actually said that. So that's a good thing, because we hear lots of people doing quotes where the founders not, never actually said what he said. Now, he, that wasn't a direct quote, obviously. That was a paraphrase of George Washington. And it was a paraphrase of a statement that George Washington made during his first State of the Union address in 1790, where he said, a free people ought not only to be armed, but disciplined. Now, what happens is when you, especially in these hotbed issues like the right to keep and bear arms, you're always going to find yourself being fact-checked. And you got to be careful because there's a lot of people out there who have been trained to recognize these quotes and have been trained to come back at you on them. And so what happens now is that the experts were called in and the experts were asked, did Washington actually say this? Did, uh, did, was he talking about uh, ensuring against the tyrannic, uh, against the tyranny of the government? Well, experts are always the ones that they handpick, right? So the experts are the ones that are usually the liberal law professors or the liberal historians or what have you that will give them the answers that they want. And the experts according to this article, say that Washington was calling for a trained militia to defend the new nation, not anticipating a citizen stand against their own government's tyranny. I just have to scratch my head there for just a second. So what does that statement allege? That statement alleges, and what they're using that statement to allege, is that George Washington never anticipated that the American people would have to, uh, would, would be exercising their right to keep and bear arms against the tyranny of the government, and that, number two, he was talking about the quote-unquote well-regulated militia that the gun control advocates and the politicians always bring forward, <sighs> And, uh, and, and are always trying to say, well, the Second Amendment means well-regulated, therefore it has to be something that is run by the government. Now, I'm going to mention to you that I have a number of articles, uh, or a number of quotes in an article that I have called A Lesson on Gun Control at chrisannhall.com. And the reason I show you this, this article, A Lesson on Gun Control, uh, at chrisannhall.com is because I'm not quite sure why Louis Gohmert centered in on, focused in on this quote by George Washington. I'm certain it's because somebody told him. The problem is there are lots of other articles or lots of other quotes out there 
by people who were involved with the ratification of the Constitution for the people who actually ratified the Constitution that give a more clear and definite position that yes, the Second Amendment is about the right to keep and bear arms. So let me put that back up there one more time on YouTube. So it's a lesson in gun on gun control at chrisanhall.com. And the reason I want you to do this is because I don't want you to fall into the unfortunate trap that Mr. Gomert fell into. Memorize a, memorize a quote that, that, is, that is defensible, that is clearer than that. Memorize it. So we have these experts, right? Edward Lengel, editor-in-chief of the Papers of George Washington Project at the University of Virginia, told this reporter by email, quote, Washington, listen to his quote. This is the editor-in-chief of Papers of George Washington. Washington never said, to my knowledge, anything about arms providing a safeguard against any so-called tyranny of government. Wow. That's why we have to worry about these experts. The editor-in-chief of the Papers of George Washington at the University of Virginia Washington never said, to his knowledge, anything about arms providing a safeguard against any so-called tyranny of government. Now, what's, what's true here is that, that Washington had a very firm, Washington had a, had a very firm stand on the need to train the, the, the people of the United States in an, in an organized militia. Okay, because when we were left to our defense, I I just seriously, Washington never said, to my knowledge, anything about arms providing a safeguard against any so-called tyranny of government. Why would Washington lead a revolution against his own government for the tyrannies of government if he didn't believe that the right of the people to keep and bear arms was not about the tyranny of government? government. I mean, this guy is, is, is too, too stupid to even understand how he even gets this job. How can you be the editor-in-chief of the papers of George Washington and not even know anything that George Washington did? How can you be the editor-in-chief of the, the uh, papers of George Washington and not know that our revolution was against the tyrannies of a government and the reason that we were able to succeed was because the people had kept arms. Now, Jack Washington, because of the condition of the average person he had to deal with in this revolutionary process against their tyrannical government, was a, a, an advocate for the training of the general population on how to keep and bear arms. So that is true. But I want to read to you what George Washington wrote in a letter to George Mason on April 5th, 1769. He said that no man should scruple or hesitate a moment to use arms in defense of so valuable a blessing on which all the good and evil of life depends is clearly my opinion. Did you see that? No man should hesitate a moment to use arms in defense of a so valuable blessing 
He's talking about the liberties of the people. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, and this is the last segment of our show. I want to remind you, liberty is not by itself freedom. Liberty is freedom plus morality. You must have a moral people in order to preserve liberty. You must have a moral people because if you don't have a moral people, then the very laws that we create are laws that are used to steal our liberty. And that's why we have to be a people who are, are, are not only just simply uh, a, a, a well-educated people, but a moral people as well. And so I want to be sure that you, we have uh, taken a few minutes to give you some of these quotes. And remember, I'm referring to the article that I have here at, at chrisannhall.com, A Lesson on Gun Control. Okay, so we have this article, A Lesson of, on Gun Control, which will give you these quotes. I want to give you one more quote that Washington wrote, uh, that Washington said in the debates of Massachusetts Convention in 1788. He's, oh, this is George Washington now. And that, uh, he, he said that the Constitution never be construed to authorize Congress to infringe the just liberty of the press or the rights of the conscience, or to prevent the people of the United States, who are peaceable citizens, from keeping their own arms. So these are the things that apparently uh, the papers of George Washington editor, Mr. Ed Lingle, the expert, simply missed in George Washington's writings. And again, I want you to to understand that our founders were very clear in this article that I have, A Lesson on Gun Control, uh, at chrisannhall.com. You can have very, very clear quotes uh, from the founders. One of the best ones is actually from uh, Patrick Henry. And Patrick Henry was speaking at the Virginia Ratifying Convention, June 5th, 1788. He says, guard with jealous attention the public liberty. Suspect everyone who approaches that jewel. Un unfortunately, nothing will preserve it but downright force. Whenever you give up that force, you are inevitably ruined. Oh, sir, we should have fine times indeed. If to punish tyrants, it were only sufficient to assemble the people. Your arms wherewith you could defend yourselves are gone. Did you ever read of any revolution in a nation brought about by the punishment of those in power? inflicted by those who had no power at all. And then he goes on to talk about their own current conflict, their own current exercise of that right, their own current 
defense of liberty from a tyrannical government that seemed to elude Mr. Engel there at the University of Virginia. There are some truths that we need to reacquaint ourselves with once again. That the right to keep and bear arms is not about hunting. It's not about skeet shooting. It's not about gun collecting. And it's not just about protecting yourself from a robber or a rapist. It's about protecting your life, your liberty, and your property. Samuel Adams said, among the rights of the colonists are these. First, life. Secondly, liberty. Third, property. Together, number four, with the right to protect and defend them in the best manner possible. You see, you have a right to life. You have a right to liberty. These are natural rights. You have a right to secure your property. These are natural rights. But Samuel Adams is trying to explain to us you have, an, you have more than that. You have a natural right to defend your life, your liberty, and your property. It's not a government-given right. It's not a, something you need a permission slip from government to do. If you need a permission slip from government to protect your own life, your own liberty, and your property, then you are not free. You don't own your property. And frankly, you don't even own yourself. Because if you have to ask permission to defend yourself, not just from the robbers and the rapists, but from those in power who want to enslave you, you do not own yourself. Go to chrisannhall.com. You don't have to make these mistakes. Educate, ignite, and inspire. God bless. See you next time.